There's a regular pineapple berry, and then there's the, the, the silver pineapple berry. Then there's raspberries, and there's golden raspberries. You know, so why can't we have an incense and a super incense? <gasps> Niantic, look what the community has stumbled upon for you. Calling all trainers and Pokemon enthusiasts. Introducing Go Battlecast. Your weekly fix for all things Pokemon Go and Pokemon. Get the unfiltered raw truth on the game, culture, and community. So, let the battle begin. Here are your hosts, Zach Duarte and Dominic Zingali. And we're back for another episode of the Go Battlecast podcast, episode 27, and we'll leave it there. We won't say anything else about the episode number because then we're going to piss off Dom, who uh, is is the darling of the Pokemon Go Twitch community now. (laughs) Dom is like the hottest name in Pokemon Go videos, right? Twitch streaming? I mean, you tell me. I don't know. You're the the hot commodity, not me. Basically for, for Twitter, YouTube shorts. I guess we could put it that way. They are fucking hilarious, though. They are yeah. so funny. Uh, you made me watch one or two, and I was just la- I was laughing my pants off, man. I-, I got no pants right now. This is it's gonna be kind of awkward for us, but um, so we are in season eleven, the interlude season. We've got a lot of stuff we're going to get into. You know, cover some community day basics. Um, I know that there is um, what was it? there's a new stop feature, new Poke Stop feature. Right, right. Where there's temporary Pokestops happening. So, yeah, it's uh, some some smaller things for us to get into here. But Season 11, and, and first of all, I said it last week, like, stop fucking running meta teams, people. Just just fucking stop. <laughs> just, just stop. Um, In terms of the challenge that I set for myself, which was hit, are we calling it legend rank? Nah. Hit rank twenty on yeah. all my accounts. We got one. We got the the one. The main one. Um, and then I'll also put it to you this way. We have still not gotten our Pikachu Libre. <laughs> because we are running some dog shit teams. Uh would that be baby Pokemon for Ultra League? <laughs> no, I've been my, my one of my really favorite Pokemon to to play with is Stoutland. Yeah. Someone was running that uh in another stream. Yeah, so I've been having some fun with Stoutland. Throwing a a Nidoqueen queen in there to that's the kind of like you, you need a safe switch you need a a reliable safe switch even though Nidoqueen queen can get walled by the confusion users in this league and uh, you know just just throwing out some random third Pokemon the higher the league we get the less Pokemon I have built for it I have so many great league Pokemon built I've been building little cup Pokemon which we're gonna get to use here pretty soon so that's pretty fucking exciting. And um and then as we get to Ultra League and Master League, I don't have shit. I don't have anything built. So this week I'm not really experimenting a whole bunch. And then next week it's gonna get even less because I have very few um Master League Pokemon built. That's that's how I have almost ten million Stardust. That's <laughs> because I don't spend it. I don't spend it at all. But um how's your Ultra League experience uh, turning up. I know we're going to have Master League here coming up. Uh, depends on when you're listening to this podcast, but we'll have Master League 
coming up in the next few days. And um, yeah, I'm just it's I'm just trying to get through the season. I'll tell you what though, I'm and I'm not one of these guys that's like when there's events that you don't like, you, you stop playing the game. I just I haven't been playing that much, um, and I have nothing against Pokemon Go. I have nothing against the game. I'm just not into everything that's going on in the game right it's, it's not getting me excited to, like i'll be there tomorrow for uh, i'll be i will definitely play community day and i'll probably always play community day i love community days but in terms of go- getting out to the parks and grinding and making sure i get all my sets in i'm just not doing that these days i mean uh for for this week coming up it's definitely master league and, and i think it's actually open master league too so kind of kicked myself in the ass a little bit because uh I did spend 600,000 Stardust on <laughs> the Shadow Electivire and the Shadow Machant with Payback, and that's what we were experimenting for, for Ultra League this past week. So, I mean, Electivire got its limelight, and that was the fun spice pick that we just had to use. And then, because we threw out the Obstagoon video, I just like, ah, we had to have a little bit of justice for, for Machamp, so we ended up going with, with the Payback Machamp. And I think for the one day that we streamed, we almost got through like 20 paybacks and that was just fun there was this uh, those first two sets i just remember on top of my head i was wanting to do one of the youtube videos but uh, a lot of trainers just topped left after the payback went through (laughs) (laughs) i mean talking about like the quickest one minute 30 second uh battles in my life for ultra league those were were the battles but yeah it was i mean ultra league was fun i mean we the the last day which was uh saturday or no i'm sorry uh friday when we were streaming uh, we were just randomly picking pokemon and just playing and we we played like shit but it was just fun at the end yeah of the day. you you you're afforded that yeah in the season where nothing really counts exactly um and it, it, i've been having fun running the spice but at the same time i and i said this last week and i'll keep saying it i just wish there was more to play for you yeah. know like why couldn't they keep the ranks going mm-hmm. all you have to play for right now is the stardust which is great you know it's great but when you have 10 million stardust it's like okay Great. I wish the Stardust was like amplified even more, like multiplied even more. Well, there's a few weeks. There's a few weeks where the you get the four times, uh, re- the first reward uh, bonus, but not right. the end of set reward. You know, I don't know why they couldn't have figured out some kind of ranking system that went past twenty. Right. You know, and I know that they don't want to put any work into upgrading the season right now because they're trying to fix the issues. Right, like we're not getting an upgrade in PvP. We're we're trying to get PvP to how it's supposed to be. Right, like let let's make let's make sure we got that correct. Because I don't want anybody coming like, oh, they're they're upgrading it. Like, no, they're not. They're they're getting it back to where it's supposed to be. I wish they could have done something more. I think I think to the RPG games and the in, in the RPG games, the point is to get your Pokemon to level one hundred. I I was you know just brainstorming some ideas and I thought why couldn't they go to rank 100 I don't know how they would figure it out but and 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 I I know that that also means a whole new system in place which is not what they're trying to do but like rank 20 just sucks you know why couldn't they do um is the word prestige right when you like start over again and you prestige I'm thinking like call of duty way back in the day when you when you get to like level fifty in Call of Duty, boom, you get a prestige, and then you go back to level one again, and you do it all over again. Yeah, so I, I don't know exactly. I'm not the biggest gamer out there. I don't really play a lot of other games besides Pokemon Go, uh, but just something to make it more meaningful. 
you know, and uh, they could have offered different rewards. They could have done more, in my opinion, to keep. And I understand and appreciate what they're trying to do in the bigger picture. I don't think you had to just sacrifice three months to do that, though. There could have been other ways to get that done. And, and I'm having fun running Spice. I'm, uh, you know, I'm using my third account now. The one I don't really use is the one I use for the free raid pass. Um, yeah, I don't give a fuck about saying that on this podcast, by the way. Like, yeah, I break the terms of service, just like Niantic breaks their fucking trust to our, the community every day. So I have this third account that's like level 36 that I don't even, I, I never like play with it dedicated. It's a, it's a, I drop a Pokemon in the gym and I use it for raids. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Um, I've been running the Eevee family. Oh, my God. Because I did play Eevee Community Day on that account. So I've been running Glaceon, Flareon, and Sylveon. So I'm trying to have some fun. It And it is fun, but it's also like, this doesn't mean anything. Someone else was using Flareon, too, and they were saying it, it hits pretty hard still. It's, it's probably as squishy as it is. Well, it's got a shit fast move. I think it's Ember is a fast move, though. Yeah. And then you have whatever fire move, and then you have superpower. I think it has overheat, and it has superpower. Yeah. So those are pretty hard. I'll be honest with you. It's just a superpowered Flareon. (laughs) So I superpower and dip. (laughs) I don't have the second move. I'm not. It's 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 not an account with a lot of stardust. I'll tell you that. So, uh, but I'm trying to hit rank twenty because that's 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 my challenge for this season. Is I'm not gonna say. I mean, the fifth one's going to be tough because I don't have anything built on that. You know? Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. You know, but, jeez. Uh, and it's going to have to be done in all Great League formats, too. So, uh, I'm on I'm on to it. I'm on to it. Um, I want to reach rank 20 on five accounts. That's the goal. That's the goal for this season. Oh, and I also want to thank um, you, Dom, and my Pokemon Go community for helping me reach rank 20. Uh, you know, it's been a dream come true and I've, I've, you know, I've worked so hard at this, and I've just, I've been struggling for so long. So I wanted to thank you guys for that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I hate fucking seeing those tweets, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I know I come off sounding like an asshole. I don't care. And you know what the thing is, Dom, is that a lot of people feel the same way I do, but they won't admit it. Yep, yep, yep. They won't admit it. They'll admit it to me when we're at the park walking the trails. But when we get in public fo- forums, <laughs> it's like, yay, great job, man. It's like, oh. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I'm just being real. I keep it real on this podcast, man. I keep it real. I keep it real all the time. So community day, uh, an interesting community day and a lowland themed one where we have where we had Sandshrew featured, a lowland and Kanto. I, I, I like that. You get you knock out two Pokemon with one stone. Uh you also kind of knock out four Pokemon. Because somebody like me and and I think Alolan Sandshrew, the baby one, has some play in Great League and, and all these cup formats as well. But I'm building a Kanto Sandshrew. So Community Day has helped me level that bad boy up to, to level 50. Um, we're working on the best buddy right now. but And it's also, here's the, here's the secret, Dom. It's a purified Kanto Sandshrew. 15, 14, 15 IVs. It's got return. It's got return. So I'm wondering if I should run it with double nukes, like return earthquake, or should I get like um, sand tomb and return? I think maybe sand tomb just for the, the BM, you know, just to, to get people <laughs> pissed if you throw a shield and then boom, return. Yeah. And that's the thing. You never know what's coming up with these baby Pokemon. So. Yeah. But you think uh, if they, sh- they shield a sand tomb, 
they're unlikely to shield the next move, which will be the return on a debuffed Pokemon. Right. Ooh. Ooh, 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 ooh. That is exciting. So my whole goal for Community Day was to build one of each Pokemon for its respective league. Obviously, you want to have a great league. Kanto, Sand Slash. Sand Slash, which you're probably never going to use, although uh, it's got some spi- It's got a spicy moveset. And also a an Alolan Kanto Sand Slash. But really, uh, I, I, you know me, I like the, the, the spice, the babies. Um, I had a lot of fun the first week in Season 11 with the baby team. Because mm-hmm. I won a lot of battles. And I just can't imagine being somebody with an Azu, Nidoqueen, Stunkfist line, and your ass lost to Spritzy, Litleo, and Bonsly. Like, I can't imagine that, right? So I want to build the two. My goal was to build the two uh, baby Pokemon level 50, so I'm, I'm stoked about that. Uh, I had to do a lot of work, a lot of XL candy. And then, obviously, build the Great League and Ultra League Kanto and Alolan Sand Slash. So, a lot of fun on this community day. I love the move sets. It provides a lot of flexibility uh, for for these these Pokemon in Great League. I think they're more of Cup Pokemon. Right. Yep. Definitely. Um, or Spice, depending on what you want to do. But uh, you know me. The more we have in the cupboard for Spice, I mean, I'm 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 down. I'm with it. So. And I, I think it's great to have these community days that are meta-changing, like a wall rain, and then to also have a community day where there's a lot of flexibility, which is what this, this community day is. You have two different, I mean, it's one Pokemon, but two different forms, and essentially four different Pokemon that have viability if you, if you want to, to make them work. Like, you have to build a team around them, run inter- an interesting move set. I'm really excited to run like the return Kanto Sandshrew. Like that's gonna be fun as fuck. Um, but uh, you, you know, it's uh, I, I like I said before. I think we're gonna get the Kanto themed community days for the next for the next uh, few months because they're we have this whole season of Alola, which I'm still not sure how I feel about. Like we have a whole season for one region that's never happened before. I don't think it's gonna happen again. I I really do think that. They're trying to make more people like Alola because, from what I gather, Gen Seven and Alola was the least liked region. Right. So I think they're trying to like force it down our throats. You know, for example, we have this new Pokemon coming out, Orco Rico, or whatever the fuck it's called. Nobody cares. <laughs> Nobody cares. Now it is a regional, so that doesn't pack because I think regional Pokemon, um, you can't necessarily make them have tons of PvP viability? Like, the only ones that are regional that have PvP play is, what, Heracross? Well, besides, yeah, I think we were talking about that, but yeah, Heracross for sure, and I think anything that has the color changes basically just doesn't really have much play besides, like, Baby. Right, like Furfrau. The thing about those Pokemon is, like, everybody has access to them all over the world. Right. Not everybody has access to Heracross. Think of the regional Pokemon for a second. We're going off on a tangent here. Think of the regional Pokemon that you don't even remember, like Kangaskhan, this new one, Comfy, uh, the one in France, Klefki. Yep. Like, nobody fucking runs that in PvP, probably because it has dog shit movesets. It's probably ranked in the bottom 100 of Great League. So you can't have a regional Pokemon that has that's a meta player in PvP. You can't Clo- do it. 
King's Kong is actually pretty close to being meta relevant with the right move, but it doesn't I mean, have the right move. That's the problem. I know, I know, it's like I know. power up punch. Um, but what is it called? Um, Tropius would be the closest thing to to meta, that's which true. people that's want. That's true. Yeah, so. yeah. But I think that Tropius has lost some of its meta viability for two reasons: a wall rain, and b everybody had access to jump luff, which is the same typing, different move sets, but same typing as Tropius. So I, I don't consider Tropius a meta Pokemon anymore. I would say in seasons four of PvP. I th- you could probably yeah. go up to seven, I would say. Up to season seven. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah um, sure, sure. I'm not going to argue that. But I just I don't think it's part of the meta anymore. So I, I think that regional Pokemon will never be part of the meta. They'll be an interesting, like Heracross is interesting in Ultra League and in maybe Master League Premier Cup. You're about to find out, probably, right? Because you're going to run that that beautiful pink. Well, if you if you watch Asian, Asian Milkman, he definitely runs Heracross for Premier Classic. Uh, no, I'm expecting Master. you to run it in Master so, League. Yeah. So, yeah. Because you have that beautiful pink thing, which we're going to get to. No, not not a sexual beautiful pink thing. It's a Heracross. We'll get to that. By the way, you got another one. Like, fuck you, man. Yeah. How <laughs> spawn? You got another one. It was a, It was a spawn? It was a house spawn. Wow. Yeah. Way to make us feel shitty about ourselves. Yeah, I forgot which which uh, streamer I was watching, and then I just got off, and so I was going to jump out of bed because I think I was doing some edits or something like that. I had to take a break from the computer and watch the streamer, commented a bit, and went to ready to go eat, and boom. But get, get, getting back to the, the community day thing, I, I just want to get your thoughts on, because I, I like a community day like this. They don't all have to be meta meta shifters. I wish they would get rid of the community days that are just completely useless, like Dusk Null. Oh, sorry, like Dusk Noir, right? Duskull, whatever the fuck it's called. No relevance whatsoever. Did it, it it took a Pokemon that had no relevance before and it still has no relevance now. I don't like a community day like that. But a community day that provides flexibility, uh fun spice. Uh, you know, gives Pokemon different moves. Like, if you give a ghost Pokemon a ghost move, it's not fun. It's it's cool for the starters because the starters have flexibility and they have other moves. You know, Venusaur has Sludge Wave. You know, Charizard has Dragon Claw. Like, they have other moves. But when you give a ghost Pokemon another ghost move, it's like, uh, whatever. Um, so I I I liked the community day. Uh, I'm interested. I'm I, they got to do Grimer right. The Grimer's got to be coming up. Unless they're getting a starter Pokemon in there and then maybe a Grimer. Because the, the Grimer has the same thing. Two forms, a lot of viability in, in cups and in different leagues. I mean, you know, Alolan Muck has a lot of play in Ultra League. So I got to think that Grimer's on the horizon. Grimer and Vulpix for me are very high on the radar and then and throw a starter Pokemon in there somewhere. Well, I mean, I've always mentioned about it how I think what makes teams a lot more interesting is when Pokemon have different typings based from their original typing that they have. And that would, like I've always mentioned, break up the the ABB kind of lineup, so to speak, that we always constantly see. And now, like, what's been usually trending is is the ABA line as well, too. So I think anything in terms of Pokemon that can have different moves, and I know we joked around about it before, like, oh, having three charge moves on a Pokemon for for, uh, GBL would be crazy. But, I mean, it, it just throws that unpredictable scenario when you're battling with someone and it's not technically so predictable when it comes to those uh, battles so yeah i'm always down when it comes to different moves and yeah i think 
having that sense of flexibility is the way to go when it comes to a community uh, day. And the fact that, you know, we all can have fun on that day and uh, everyone kind of has a win-win situation when it comes to raiding and GBL battles and cup scenarios when you do uh, those battles. And yeah, I, I don't mind it personally. I think it's going to be still an underdog Pokemon, the Alolan Sand Slash, than it is with yeah, the, the Kanto um, Sand Slash. But uh, without a doubt, I think... I think with the right trainers and with the right team comp, I think you'll have a, a really, really nice uh, power and, and punch for, for battles. And I think even with Ryan Swag too, he mentioned it, and I still think I agree, too, that the uh, the baby Pokemon are still going to have a lot more vi- viability um, rather than just the evolved versions themselves. So Makes me excited. Yeah, definitely. Makes me excited. Um, I was going to do send you a baby team video, and I forgot the league switch every week. so. Yeah, like uh, yeah, I'm a little late on that. Yeah, <laughs> like what's the point now, right? Right. <laughs> Maybe when Greatly comes back around, <laughs> I'll still I'll send you the video. So, um, because th- what next? I mean, this week now is is Open Masters and Love Cup, which I mean, I guess at this point I'm gonna have to play Love Cup because I burnt all my Stardust for uh for not having any Master Open Master Pokemon to play with. I'm not gonna have shit to play with. Yeah, <laughs> I still got my a bit pout on. <laughs> Yeah, I still got my hip out on. From but is it level fifty? Season three? No, no, season four. Yeah, I think this it's open be- masters. This is before, oh, of course. So of course, I only have I think three Pokemon oh, I ready. Nothing. I got Garchomp. Um, what Pokemon do I have level fifty? I have a Swampert. I have a lot of baby Pokemon level fifty. Maybe I should try that. Oh my god! Maybe you should try my fucking Kanto Sandshrew. Did you actually see King one of King's videos? Someone actually used the shiny um, uh. Not Golduck, uh, Psyduck. Psyduck. Yeah, they had Psyduck, Garchomp, and Mewtwo, I think, was in that video. Too funny. <laughs> Mewtwo, yeah. That's, I, was, I, I do remember that video. And uh, they would they kept throwing the Psyduck out there on the on the Kyogres. <laughs> yeah. How many waterfalls from a Kyogre would it would take out a uh, baby Kanto Sandshrew? Ooh, probably two. Probably two, right? Yeah. <laughs> Probably too. Can I get off a of sand too many times? <laughs> like what? What Pokemon would a Kanto Sandshrew even hold up against in an open Master League format? I feel like it, what? Do we even know the fast move on Baby uh, Sandshrew? No, unless it's uh, Mud Slap. Still, like if it had a Mud move, it it'd be interesting to see it up against Dialga. It'll probably be like less than a charm from a Togekiss. <laughs> <laughs> so my uh, Alolan Sandshrew Dom would have Mudshot, Return, and Sandtomb, and would and would max out just below fourteen fifty combat power. Do we have some play against Dialga? <laughs> we could soften it up with a Sandtomb. <laughs> Oh, I want to see if I can win. I want to do the old uh, J Farm videos where they try and win one match in the set. It's funny you you mentioned that. I think he's back, by the Dustin, way. Yeah, Dustin. Dustin is back. back. Yeah. yeah. Good for him, even though he uh, never responded to the six attempts of me reaching out to him. You have to go to the library. Be like, sir, we need to reset. Uh, psych, we don't have passwords. <laughs> Join us on the podcast. <laughs> that's, that's in Toronto. That's a whole other country. 
So yeah, I might I might try and do that. Maybe we should stream that, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, we could try to We do an uh, ASMR at, at the library. So on today's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we have Dustin. <laughs> we got to do a stream together once, man. Well, I have my level 50 Metagross, my level 50 Shadow Dragonite. I have those too. Yeah. Yeah. Level 50 Gyarados, level 50 Mamoswine. Uh, we are close on the level 50 Heatran. We just got a best buddy this week. So you may, I mean, it may not be like the best battles, but you have something to play with. Probably more than me, actually, for level 50. I have two level 50 Garchomps with different movesets. Yeah. One has the Earth Power, and the other has the Sand Tomb and Outrage. Yep. Maybe we could do a Sand Tomb video. What's a third Pokemon that would have Sand Tomb? We have Garchomp. We got Baby Sandshrew. Uh, I would have to think on that one. Uh, doesn't like uh, the second stage of Turtwig have it? Um, I think so, but it's a Razor Leaf user. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I would use that though. Let's do a Sand Tomb video. Let's see if we can win one match with Sand Tomb. Should be fun. Should be fun. So we put out on our Twitter page, Dom, your beautiful, beautiful pink Heracross. Not, That's any, not anything else. Don't don't think beautiful, beautiful pink and then go somewhere else with that, all right? It's a beautiful, beautiful pink Heracross. You got it in a, in a lucky trade. It's a Schlundo pink Heracross. We threw it up on the Twitter page. We asked for some nicknames. We're going to vote on it this week. Now, here's where I get fucking pissed off, Okay. For my Pokemon's nickname, and maybe it's because you're the fucking hottest thing on Twitch and YouTube these days, um, I got some bullshit nicknames for my Alolan Geo. Like I want to, I want to, I want to redo on my Alolan Geodude nickname. No, Harry nope. Sacks. No, there's no. I put no, so no. much fucking work into this thing, and then you guys just came in and literally like sat over me and took a dump on me. I have a badass, shiny. Level 50, uh, I think it's 14, 15, 15 IV Geodude. I put a lot of work into, and the community's nickname that was voted on was Harry Sacks. Which, it sucks. It sucks. And I'm rolling with it because that's what the community wants, even though I absolutely hate it. We, th we throw the Heracross out there on Twitter... And you get all these fucking philosophically deep <laughs> nicknames that have so much meaning. And, uh, like, I, I just don't understand um, why there's such a, a stark difference in the names we got in, uh, for each of our baby or for each of our Pokemon. Now, what are the names that you got for your hair across here? We have uh, quite a bit, actually. And I think we're just going to go through all of them just because some of them are just funny. Some of them are outright stupid, too. And, uh, yeah, it's it just makes me laugh. It makes me laugh. So we we have one. It's a uh, Pinky Crossbug. We have Miss Beetle, Amazona, if I'm saying that right. Hershundo and He Shiny because we do remember have the the male hair hair cross that's close to a Shundo. We got Pinkhorn, Pink Ranger, and Terrence. Meta B. Okay, not bad. Bend over. There we go. There's your. Oh, you got one <laughs> grotesque nickname. <laughs> and then from uh, from one of our Twitch, or I'm sorry, from one of our Twitter uh, friends here, Miss Queen, she gave us the philosophical 
Cora Sien, Cora from Corazon Ring Hearts, if I'm saying that right, and Sien being 100. And for the male, Kasi Sien, Kasi means almost, and then 100. So that is what we have. I think there's a few other ones. Cora Sien? I like Cora Sien. I think both of those actually sound really nice together, being that. Well, first of all, it's a Spanish word. Yep. Um, but there's thought behind it. Right. You know? And it's thought for both Pokemon, not just for just for one itself. Because I was trying to, to get names, you know, once we got the, the male one out there, definitely wanted to see if we can pair them together. Because why not? You know, because it's, I mean, what are the odds that you're going to get two shiny Pokemon, different genders, and nearly 100% on, on not just one, but both? So, uh, let's... So the other remaining names that we have was uh, Nectar, Honeydew, Kawi, Pink Bloom, Hero Cruise, and Mrs. Bombastic. <laughs> that one will always make me laugh, I swear. But yeah, I think those are pretty much all the names that I. Those are pretty much all the names that I found. Um, and I guess we'll have to figure out how we're going to narrow it down and vote it down. But I, I love, I really, really love those two uh, names for Miss Queen that she she gave for both. Yeah, because there's thought put into them. There's meaning put into them. You know, where were you when Harry Sachs was available? You know, again, this is because you're the hottest thing on the Pokemon uh, streaming Twitch YouTube community. Well, I just love that name so much because it it represents the brand, or at least the brand that I'm trying to go with with Pogo Doms. I mean, it's it's really putting the thought into everything that I do and I for the love of the game. I love the name too. Like it's thoughtful. It's meaning. Uh, this is what I asked for when I put my fucking Geodude out there, and we got crap. Yeah, we got yeah. crap. What do we get? Meatball. Meatball. Well, there was a third one. <laughs> <I don't... laughs> you know, I was like praying for Meatball. That's how bad it was, you know? It's like, come on. Come on, community. Because one of the things I liked was, was Aqua Teen Hunger Force growing up, and I was hoping for uh, Meat Wad instead of Meat Ball, but yeah. So here were the names that we ended up voting on for a Lowland Geodude. We had Meat Ball, The Dude, and Harry Sacks. Well, The Dude was your name. I don't think so. Yeah, it was. I don't think so. You're like, come on, guys. We got to get The Dude. Well, that's the one I wanted to win. Well, yeah, but that's the oh, one I that didn't, you... I didn't nominate it. Oh, boy. I'm sorry. I'm just like, why couldn't we get that? <laughs> Even Meatball. And the thing is that Harry Sachs beat both of them combined. <laughs> that's the community that is surrounding me. The community that surrounds you is like giving you these thoughtful, meaningful, philosophically th- thought-out names. And I get fucking Harry Sacks and Meatball. So what I guess we'll do is, uh, well, we'll throw the poll in on Monday. And so I guess we'll give it a week to see what people will say. And we'll uh, post it around, share it around, and see how it goes. And I think maybe what we'll do is, because there's been so many names, that we'll try to maybe combine the one for male yeah, and female. Yeah, we'll narrow it down. Yeah. Know? We'll narrow it down. We'll be a little selective. You know, there's a lot, and we do appreciate like we got a lot of submission. That's probably again because you're you're hot on the market right now. Um, like we only got three for mine. <laughs> this is also two months ago. Uh, you got like ten or fifteen, right? We got quite a bit. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So we got narrowed down. We got narrowed down to like five. Yeah, you know, and that's where you can get selective. 
you pick the meaningful one, pick the pick bend over. Yeah. You know, you gotta you gotta pick that one in there. That's gonna be in there. Um Honeydew is interesting. Wasn't there another one? Uh, Meta B. Meta B is kind of cool. Yeah. Mrs. Bombastic. Yeah, like, but it's not a B though. I know. Like Beedrill's a B. Yeah. I think it's the only B Pokemon, right? Yeah. All right. So, anyways, um, the other thing is there's this new feature coming to the game. This nominate a Pokestop. Uh, was it specifically for Community Day? Yeah, I think it was. It was getting your post shared, hashtagging like Community Day something, and uh, that's when they're going to nominate and see who wins. And I think it was like five people. Yeah, and the thing is, it's like a temporary Pokestop. So we looked it up before the before we recorded, and it said that the Pokestop could last for up to six months. Um, I would like more information there. Yeah. Why are we doing that? Mm-hmm. Why are we making temporary? It makes sense if you were doing temporary Pokestops for an event, like a community day or a GoFest. That makes sense. But why are we doing a temporary Pokestop for six months? For five people. Right. What are we doing there? Now, it could be cool where, like, the Pokestops travel. Like, we have a Pokestop here where we record for a month, and then the same Pokestop goes now to Tampa where Daniel Zaniri is. I don't know. That'd be something cool. It would be, it would be uh, like, the hot spot for, for Pokemon Go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, again, I just don't know what they're doing there. Um, I am always appreciative of them trying new things. You know, I don't want to poo-poo on anything. I'm just—I would like some more explanation. Yeah. As yeah. To what the fuck is going on? Because <laughs> obviously, with the the bundle coin shenanigans that we have, like that was an obvious A B kind of testing for that kind of stuff. But yeah, I'm kind of curious what they're trying to do with this one here. Yeah, there's just like no explanation. It's yeah. like, hey, here's a new feature: temporary Pokestops. It's like. <sighs> You know what features really sucks is that stupid fucking leveling up a Pokestop. Yeah, it, it's actually it it really confuses me when I'm trying to throw a Pokemon in there. I'm like, oh nope, not the right plus sign. I I've no I've never done a scan, and I don't think I ever will. Yep, just no interest in spending my time. It seems like we're helping them do something we don't want to really be helping them do. Well, by playing the game for sure, but yeah, I don't mind playing the game, but like, am I helping you figure out if this is a popular Pokestop, or like if you can get the stop sponsored, or are you trying to figure out if you need to take this Pokestop away soon enough because no one's doing it, so all Pokestops are gonna go. <laughs> yeah, like I don't understand. <laughs> and then there's also those like the AR AR stops? mapping. Yeah, we also have those AR mapping tasks. Never fucking done one of those. You know, I I just. Again, going back to the temporary Pokestop thing, if they would explain more why the fuck we're doing this, if it feels like doing that could come back to bite me in the ass, is mm-hmm. is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like, are they trying to figure out if they, this Pokestop doesn't need to be there? Because, mm-hmm. like, I think there should be more Pokestops. Yeah. You know? I want to submit Pokestops all the time. I, I've only ever submitted one, and it got approved. But... um I feel like they're like I should be able to submit a Pokestop for whatever the fuck I want, you know. <laughs> like, right. But they're gonna be like, no, it's not a community beacon, you know. And it wouldn't be; it'd be like the fucking tree in front of my house. <laughs> so I don't. I just don't know what they're doing there. I would. I need more information on that. Not for nothing. A, a little side tangent too. That with this, 
you know, change in season with the Alola Pokemon, with their stops at night, my God, there's been a lot of random third evolution Pokemon that have been spawning, which I mean, it's been really, really cool. Again, I wish they had the feature that the second and the third can have the potential of being shiny. Granted, maybe the rates can be super, super low, but still, just to have that surprise factor, like, oh my God, a shiny Hypno at night, I wouldn't expect it. You know, I, going back to uh, the the Johto Tour event, the more I think about it, the more I fucking loved that the dogs were in the wild and yeah. they would run away. Yeah. Like, 1% chance. Cool. You know? Like, do that for Tapacoco, you know? Like... You know that that would be interesting. Well, I think what the, I like what I like is when they keep it close to the RPG games, and I don't yeah. really know how what they did in Alola because I didn't play it. It was the first generation I didn't play. Um, I loved having the the dogs in the wild, and I think they should keep that. But not not they were very frequent in Johto. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. not that frequent, but it'd be cool to see one a week, even if it fucking ran away. Yeah, you know. Um, I like that. That that is exactly how it is in the game. They run away from the tower that burned down, and they're in the wild, and you can encounter them, but they fucking run. They run away. <laughs> so I liked that feature. I wish I wish they would uh, bring that into the game moving forward. Uh, we do have a new event that's going to start on the 15th here, Dom, the Festival of Colors, which apparently is now a global event. I didn't even know it wasn't a non-global event. Apparently, this was an event only in India before. Right. So now they're bringing it to everyone everywhere. Now you will get special features in India. We're getting the new Pokemon Oricorio, the dancing Pokemon. There'll be four different styles. Um, I don't know if I'm saying this right. Bale, Bale style Oricorio. Uh, Europe, Middle East, Africa. Pom pom style Oricorio, appearing in Americas because we're a bunch of cheerleaders. Pow style Oricorio appearing in African, Asian, Pacific, and Caribbean islands. Pretty cool. I like that. And then Sensu style Oricorio appearing in the Pacific region. So I'm guessing this Pokemon doesn't evolve because then you would have four different evolution styles. Right. Um. So it looks like it's a um, single family type Pokemon Oricorio, and you'll have it in four different regions in the world. They surely are expanding on their regional Pokemon. I would say in the last year they've added a lot of Pokemon that have different variants in different parts of the world, right? I think Furfru. And then in Raids, we're getting the Therian form Tornadus, which can be a uh, a shiny Pokemon for the first time. So yeah. Um, don't really... Oh, by the way, they are giving fucking mega energy now for Venusaur Charizard Blastoise. Remember we talked about that last episode? They can't yeah. They can't give that shit away. So they really did uh, botch... Botch the mega energy, mega Pokemon, all that kind of cool shit, so... But mega surprise still coming soon. Yeah, sure. To a Pokemon Go game near you. There you go. And also take a few snapshots every day during the event for a surprise. I don't know what that surprise is. Don't know. It's probably just another Oricorio. But yeah, there you go. Um, this goes back to what I said at the beginning of the episode where the game is just not very interesting to me right now. This event does nothing for me. Yeah. I I know some people that were streaming that were going over this event and overall it's it's like decent at best. I mean, if you're looking at the wild encounters, if you're still new to the game, uh drowsy, if you need the XLs, horsey. 
uh, you can make an XL horsey for Ultra League. I would say you need about 60 to 80 XLs for that, so it's not too much. Gligar, if you don't have one, even XLs, you can get an XL one for Ultra League, very low, um, which is viable. If you don't have uh, Talonflame, Fletching is in the wild too. And then Slugma, um, if you want to still get a good one for... I don't have that shiny. Yeah, I mean, I don't either, so that's that's probably what I'm going to be looking towards. And uh, Pokemon that could be in the wild, but a little bit more of a rare spawns, Alomomola. I mean, that's still for Love Cub, that's going to be this week, is something that you want to still look for if you don't have a good IV one yet. And I think, I mean, it's going to be really hard, and I don't know who's going to do it first, but I think you can XL it for Ultra League, which would be kind of interesting to use. I don't know if it's going to be viable or not, but, you know, just throwing it out there. And, uh, yeah, raids, I think the only thing right now that everyone's loving to do is the Rock Ruff. Uh, I'm not going to lie, I've been doing some of those, even if I can find it in person. I did uh, one. And so did one. The best one that I got so far was from uh, Smash King doing his uh, remote raid, and uh, that was a ninety-eight percent. So that was cool, but still no shiny yet. So that's something I want to to work on. And uh, yeah, I I am interested in the field research tasks here. Um, there are some Pokemon here that are yes. interesting in the field research tasks. You're getting the Kanto starters, Bulbasaur, Squirtle, Charmander. Don't care about that. Alolan Grimer, I think the shine has worn off that a little bit, and I do think it's getting a community day soon. But you get the whole cast form family, and the... Um, and the Burmese. So you get the whole cast form family, regular cast form, sunny cast form, rainy cast form, and snowy cast form, which we've never, as people in South Florida, had access to snowy cast form. And then the Burmy family... Which I would really fucking love a shiny Wormadam. And I get an IV one for an XL eventually. I really, yeah, but the problem is is that when they come from uh, research tasks, they're usually... I know, but I mean, we got friends in the community. We can trade to get one that's a little bit better. Yeah, yeah, but so, I mean, I, I think that these are going to be rare tasks. Yeah. I think for the Burmese and the cast forms, they're going to be rare. And Bulbasaur, Squirtle, and Charmander will be I forgot common tasks. I, I forgot which cup it was, but I know that the Snowy cast form was rated really, really high. I don't know if it was the... Uh, I really don't remember which one it was, but it was, it was rated really, really high. And I... Have only one. There was a friend that traded me one, and it was like, eh, IVs, but I have it registered. But I just remember it being very, very viable. It only had like the double ice moves, but still was. I think it up only there. has ice moves. Yeah, I think that's the problem with that guy. And then uh, regular cast form and rainy cast form are shinies. Yeah. Sunny and snowy is not. So, yeah, I would say the field research tasks are quite interesting, but that's about it. Right. And it's it's hard. We don't have an area with a lot of Pokestops in one dense area. So uh, it's, it's tough. I don't know. This event, to me, if I had to grade it on a scale of 1 to 10, I'd give it a 4. Yeah, I mean, I'll put it right in the middle. And that's, I don't... that's me being nice right now because I don't know how much I'm going to play this. So, I mean, for, for what it's worth with Season 11, I mean, it's it's more of a break time. So like I said, it's, it's decent spawns. It's throw the gotcha on and whatever we can get, we can get. So... Now, and this is going to roll over into our last thing here, Dom. Are you an incense person? Oh, boy. Uh, not until they made this change now. Because <laughs> there are people, and you know, I was watching uh, Pokey AK's uh, YouTube, and, and he said he's an incense person. He leaves an incense on all day. And and I get it for the people like that. There's no Pokestops where they are. There's no place where Pokemon are. So they leave the incense on 
And what was the old rules for the instance? Like one Pokemon a minute? So what we've been having with COVID when they changed it was, yeah, one one Pokemon per minute. I think it's like 40 seconds um, for the Melton box or something like that. It felt even shorter, but now they reverted it to one Pokemon every five minutes if you're stationary. But it's one every minute if you're moving. And I could be wrong on that one, but yeah. They just reverted it, reverted it back to the original way that the incense was, which I don't even remember. <laughs> I think it was like one every five minutes if you're not moving. Yeah. If it, it I think it, if you're moving, it's one every minute, and not moving, it's one every five minutes. I could be wrong. Yeah. But now the incense lasts 90 minutes. Yeah. It's still, but if you do the math, it's still worse than what it initially correct, was. Correct, yes. Um, now, like in a, in, I was listening to Pokey AK talk about it. He says that uh, Niantic is shooting themselves in the foot here because somebody like him, he, they would spend money and Pokecoins on Pokeballs because they wanted to catch the Pokemon from the incense and they didn't have any Pokestops to spin around them. So I get what Niantic Niantic is trying to get us back to pre-COVID. And they were trying a long time ago with the Here's Niantic movement. They finally heard the community a little bit and reverted the Pokestop distance to 80 meters. They're trying to get us back to how it was before COVID. And I understand what they're doing. At the same time, they are uh, upsetting people in the community to a point that it's like it's almost not worth it. Like, what do they lose and I also saw another great point by Zionic, which we can get into in a second. Oh, yes, yeah, that was good. What do we lose by having incense give a Pokemon every minute versus every five minutes? I, I, I totally understand people that are in a spot that we're not in, Dom, where we can drive our car down the street and there's three Pokestops that we can hit. There are not a lot of communities like that. We are lucky to live in a dense... Um, community with people and with Pokestops. There are not yeah. a lot of communities that are that are like that. So those are the people that are angry about the incense reverting back to the old ways. And I just don't understand why Niantic has to do this to themselves. Do I particularly care one way or the other? Nope. Because I don't run incense. I don't care. I only get the free ones. I've never once in my life spent money in the game specifically on incense. It's never happened. I have. I can say I have. Okay. So then you can you can comment on this. But I, I don't particularly care one way or the other. But I care when the community cares. Of course. Because I've said this on this podcast before. If we all bandy together, we can do something. The problem is we don't bandy together. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we bandy together once, and it fucking worked. And everybody thought that they got what they wanted, and they didn't. And Niantic hasn't really been listening to the community ever since. But I care that the community cares. So I just don't understand why Niantic has to make this so difficult on themselves. And then Zionic came out with a very interesting tweet where it's a fucking genius idea. Yeah, I wouldn't mind it. Where he's just saying, we have two options for almost everything in the shop, right? Think raid passes. We have the premium raid passes and the remote raid passes. We have the regular egg incubators and we have the super egg incubators. We have all these kinds of options where you get extra on top of you get you get the poffins, which make it easier to get the buddy hearts. 
So why not come up with an incubator that does it like it used to be every five minutes and then an inc- or not an incubator, a, a, um, an incense, an incense that, that spawns Pokemon every five minutes and then a premium item incense that spawns Pokemon every minute. And it's a fucking genius idea. Yeah. It, it's two birds with one stone for an antic. You're and you're making more money because nobody's gonna buy the regular incense, but you can put them in bundles and be like, Ooh, yeah, you're getting incense in your bundles. You well, know? I mean, those incense will probably be perfect for community days. Correct. So Yeah. And then have the it was it was such a great tweet by Zionic. You know, I was like, that's a great idea. I never even thought of that, you know. Yeah. But there's you know, I'm I'm certain I'm sure I'm missing another one or two. Uh pineapple berries. There's a regular pineapple berry. And then there's the, the the silver pineapple berry. Then there's raspberries and there's golden raspberries. You know, so why can't we have an incense and a super incense? <gasps> Niantic. Look what the community has stumbled upon for you. I know, right? So, yeah, I, I don't look again. I don't particularly feel strong one way or the other, but I I hear my community speaking about it. So I thought it'd be something to bring up on this podcast. Well, I mean, it's the the way that I was looking at it um, was the fact that with the in, with the incense that we current that we used to have at this point now, it it did bring a sense of balance into the game because I I would tell people, you know, as long as you do you know so many raids a day, you catch so many Pokemon and you do so many stops, there's like that constant circle, that synergy that just works. That if you cut one of those elements out of it, it doesn't really work out for you. And I felt like incense was one of those things that helped balance things out in terms to. Uh, catching more Pokemon, losing some Pokeballs, and then it's going out to spend more stops just to get more Pokeballs or um, accepting gifts from your friends. So um, it, it was one of those things because like even right now, currently with, with the amount of work that I have, I'm a little bit more stationary, so to speak, when it comes to editing. So I can go anywhere and edit, which is great. But depending where I'm at, you know, whatever spawns that come up, those are the only spawns I would have. And then yes, I'll throw an incense on you know, I'll have the gotcha on and whatever I can catch, I can catch just so like my Pokeball count can can kind of deflate a little bit. So then when I go out on a community day or another stop or location that I want to go, then it would work out just fine. But now with this, I mean, it's like, I think I have more chances of Pokemon spawning at my house every minute or a couple minutes than I do every five minutes with an, with an incense, which is outrageous. I mean, there's no, there's no balance or, or way of just getting that to work out. But yeah, Zionic's thing I think was actually the the nicest compromise, one of the greatest ideas that I think we can do for a incubator. And I would see that being a, a really reasonable thing to bring back into the game is something like that. Yeah. It just it just makes the most sense, you know. But and even and appease the community and appease Niantic as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I think if if anything, when I don't know if it'll be the uh, a good compromise as well too, maybe not being an hour, it can be like fifteen minutes or forty five minutes or something. But the spawns like come out quickly. There there is I, I and the reason I fell in love with the game Pokemon Go was because of the ideology behind it that yeah you got to get outside you got to play a game but you don't have to sit down to do it but you can do both things you can have both things you can have a game that you can play a little bit at home and have a game that still incentivizes you and and rewards you for going outside to play and Niantic doesn't seem to believe in that Mm-hmm. Which I, I understand. They want to get you outside, and I applaud that, and I appreciate that. And I, every time I talk about the game to people, because I know they don't know what the fuck they're talking about, I'm like, this is a game that incentivizes you to get off your ass and go outside. And like, oh, whatever. I'm like, no, this is a different kind of game, and it's the reason why I enjoy it. But at the same time, you don't have to sacrifice every every aspect of being able to play at home. 
because in the last two years, if we've learned anything, it's that you can you can still have a good quality of life living at home. People want to work more from home. Why the fuck do you think everybody is moving down to South Florida? Like, look at the real. This is a very serious topic now, but you know, look at the rent and real estate prices of South Florida. Everybody's fucking moving down here. Why? Because if another pandemic comes, they want to be somewhere where it's beautiful and sunny outside. If they have to stay in their house, so we can have this this game where we want to get people outside, but you can also still play at home if you want to. And it doesn't ruin the game. I don't think having an incense that, that spawns a Pokemon every hour is going to de-incentivize people from going outside to go to the park to spin stops and raid Pokemon and interact with their community. And I feel like that's where the, the disconnect is with Niantic. Is like, yo, you can have both here. You, you could still do both. You can still have a game that makes you and incentivizes you to go outside and play, but you can still play the game from home. Well, even if you want to play at, you know, late hours of the night, you don't want to go out Correct. somewhere that's like... Correct. Yeah. And they did this with PvP. If you remember, the beginning of PvP was you get one free set, and yeah. then you can earn more by walking one kilometer. Wasn't it five first or something outrageous, and they bumped it down? I don't remember what it was in the beginning. But I remember there was a kilometer. It wasn't anything outrageous. Yeah. It was like, walk one kilometer, you get another set or something. Yeah, I could be wrong. Somebody will correct me in our, in our, in our Twitter page or our local community. Probably art. Uh, but it, 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 and they found the balance where like, Hey, yeah, th- this is not a good feature. Here's five free sets. And that's something you play at home. You know, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be down to like, Hey, here's five free sets. Earn another set by walking a kilometer. Be like, yo, let's go. Yeah. You know, I'd be down. But all I'm saying is Niantic, you can figure out a way to have both of these worlds live together where we play at home, but we also are incentivized to go outside and play. And I think that's where Niantic like just doesn't understand. No, you have to get outside. Like fucking chill, man. Like God, relax, man. Every everybody's life right now is moving because of the pandemic, because of being outside and being in airports and being in places with a lot of people could get you killed. <laughs> people adjusted their lifestyles to to being able to live more at home. I'm not advocating for the game to completely switch its styles just to be a little bit more open-minded to, hey, people sometimes don't want to fucking leave their house, man. <laughs> like it's yeah. like the it's like your parent or your girlfriend that comes up and like turns off the TV as you're playing the game. Get outside and play. Yeah, <laughs> you can. I can go outside later and play. Like, Niantic needs to understand that like both of these worlds can live together. Yeah, and they've done a great job with it with allowing PvP battles to. You have five sets. You don't have to go walk the kilometer. Remote raids was freaking great. The now the expanded distance to they can still have this game work well without fucking pissing off the community with every single thing they do, and they just don't seem to want to do it. You know, like we knew this was gonna this was gonna make people upset, and Niantic's is like, ah, fuck you. But here's ninety minutes. <laughs> you know, like dude, come on. It they just don't they 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 continue to do this where they just don't understand, um, and I'm sure. With more um, dialogue about it, maybe something will happen, but who knows? Who the fuck knows? So make sure to check out Dom on Twitter. He's got a lot of uh, popular stuff popping over there at Pogo Doms on Twitter. Just one M, one Z. I know this week uh, we're going to have Mama Climbs come on for a dual stream, so that's going to possibly be a Wednesday. So I think that's going to... We're still trying to figure out the schedule a little bit. I I know, but... uh, with work and everything going on, but I think we're safe to say that Wednesday Eastern time, 8 p.m. or 9 p.m., we're going to 
do the duel on on my stream. I want to duel stream with you. I know, but you're you're I don't know. You're studying. You're being a good boy oh, right no, now. He's fucking crazy. He's crazy. I'm I'm super stoked for you though, man. The the channel is your your channel, your Twitch, and your YouTube and your Twitter is growing astronomically, man. Like I'm I'm super happy for you. Well, I mean that's what I love with with season eleven. Everyone's complaining like, oh, yeah. there's not going to be any content. Well, guys, I mean. <laughs> There's always think outside the box, and we, we found that one thing so far, but we'll see what other things just to keep things... Uh... I, I already know next time Great League rolls around, we're doing another baby team. Yeah. We're going to have some fun. Maybe we can stream it. Maybe we can put you do a YouTube video, whatever you want to do. But listen, I, like the battles were fucking fun. Like yeah. my fucking baby team was beating meta teams. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I like I I just I get excited talking about it because <laughs> it was I can't imagine being the person who was running meta and you're just like dude, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> so, um, all right, so Wednesday right is yeah. where and and um, I'm sure you can get the news on Dom's Twitter page at Pogo Dom's. Uh, we'll probably retweet it on the Go Battlecast Twitter page. But that's gonna do it for us. We'll catch you next week. We'll bring our pom poms for with our Oracorio. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Thanks for catching an episode of Go Battlecast. To catch them all, be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform so you never miss an episode. For more information, check out Go Battlecast on Twitter to connect with Zach and Dom. We'll see you next time. <laughs>